There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And uh, we're asking you what kinds of books you liked to read just for fun when you were a kid. Uh, Bradley, why are we asking? Because yesterday we had a whole conversation. Um, you asked the question about classics that you never read when you were in school and a lot you know as a as we were having that conversation i just remember having two feelings about reading at that age one was like the reading you had to do which was no fun at all mm-hmm. although as you grow up you're like okay i get it sometimes you just gotta anyway and then there was that whole other world of reading which i was fully in love with and that was just the, the reading that you could do as a kid on your own and i thought gosh that that was just a fun and special place that i always looked forward to as a kid i remember I mean, I spent way too much time reading books as a kid um, because you can escape to, you know, all sorts of different places. Mm-hmm. And I thought, let's have that conversation. So 651-641-1071, what were the books that, as a kid that you, you know, dove headfirst into? You know, um, immediately when you talk about reading as a child for enjoyment, I remember the first books that I read just for enjoyment that I became obsessed with. And it, it it has turned into a series, but it was really just the first book that captured my imagination. Mm-hmm. And it was the Boxcar Children. Oh, yeah, for sure. Now that's You've talked in, about that before. Oh, my gosh. It's turned into a series, but like I just loved the idea of these. I mean, it was a sad story, but in my mind, it was this amazing story of these kids that had an adult life living in a flippin' train boxcar. Yeah. But, you know, as a kid, again, like, it just takes a train box car to open up an entire world of imagination. Like, you don't need much. Um, The story that I thought of, well, actually, Holly, do we have someone on the phone? Yes, we do. Let's go to the phones first, and then I'll tell you the the story that I first thought of. Who's on the line? Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Kathy, what's the book, uh, what are the books that you read just for fun when you were a kid? I was moderately obsessed with John Steinbeck. I just like loved, of- well, for starters, they were short. Most of them were short. And they were just so beautifully written with just, you know, I could just picture myself there. Monterey was, you know, a lot of his settings, and it just it just sounded so beautiful. And then when I watched uh, Little Big Lies and saw Monterey on the tube, I just thought that's what John Steinbeck was writing about. Huh. Interesting. That's, that's you know, a wonderful suggestion. And I have to admit, the only thing of his that I've read is, well, actually, that's not true, because I think we also did it of Mice and Men as mm-hmm. kids. So great mm-hmm. suggestion. Thank you. That is, I mean, I that is like impressive. That's some smart enjoyment reading. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Right. What was um, yours, Brad? 
Thank you for asking. The book that I always go back to, like the first book that sort of, and I think it was probably like fourth grade or something, um, when I first read My Side of the Mountain, mm -hmm. um, which, uh, and I was going to look for the author because I can never remember, Gene Craighead George. And there was a follow-up too. I don't remember what the follow-up was, but it's basically like, you know, it's a young boy. He ends up running off to live in the woods and he lives in a tree and he's got like animal friends. So like, you know, yes, um, young only child fourth grader that I was, that was like my dream. And in fact, it's still my dream to someday go live in a tree. I mean, honestly, the quicker I can get to the inside of a tree on the other side of a mountain. Bye. Okay. I'll have my smartphone. I'll have a nice, you know, comfy <laughs> I, this, it's going to be a real. Bed. It's going to be a luxury tree. <laughs> yes. um, Holly, who do we have on the line? We have Kimberly. Hi, Kimberly. Kimberly, what was the book that you read as a child, just for fun? Harriet the Spy. Mm-hmm. Pippi Longstocking. Yes. Nancy Drew. Mm. Totally. And I still want to know because I can't remember because I'm fifty-five. What the secret was in the clock? <laughs> secret of in the Nancy clock. Drew. Wow! <laughs> can't no spoiler alerts. <laughs> no, I get it. No, I, I don't know what it is. Like I'm not spoiling anything. That's the name of the book. Yeah, it's true. Thank you for your call, Kimberly. Um, oh, those are all really good ones, Harriet. It sounds like it sounds to me like Kimberly likes a good mystery for sure. Oh, for sure. I I love. I mean, who doesn't love a good mystery? Right, um, Holly. Who else do we have on the line? We have Sydney. Hello, Sydney. Sydney, what oh, uh, what oh, books hi. did you read just for fun? Oh, okay. You know. Oh my gosh. When you said, well, three of them. You said the Boxcar Children. Love that book. Um, right. Charlotte's Web. Yes. And um, I read that over and over. And then um, she just passed away. Um, and this book has transcended time, but it was, um, I think it was called Hello, God, It's Me, Margaret. Margaret, oh, yes. Yeah. Is that Judy, Judy Bloom or is that? Judy yeah, Bloom. That's yeah. Judy Bloom, yes. Yeah. And oh. she, I think she just passed away within the she last, did. last so many year, years. I think. Yeah, a couple of years ago, I think. No, Judy Bloom Thank is still you. with us. Oh, yes. Oh, oh yeah. whoops. No, who are we thinking of? Beverly Not Cleary. Judy Bloom, Cleary. Beverly Cleary. Oh, yeah, yes. Beverly Cleary. Um, the, Ralph S. Um, Mouse. The Beverly Cleary, what did she write? She did the Beezits and Ramona. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I, I Over the it. years, I think they kind of, you know, modernized those books a bit. Yeah. Um, but anyway. All right. Thank you. Okay, Thank thanks. you for those. I mean, those are good memories. And I loved just about every Beverly Cleary book. And I'm trying to remember, was Beverly Cleary, was that Fudge and Super no, Fudge? No, that's Judy Bloom. That's Judy Bloom. Yeah, I always Super get those Fudge, two mixed up. Tales of a Fourth Grade Nothing. Those loved were great reads. One. Yeah. So good. Um, and I remember having. I can't believe, by the way, that we just school. killed Judy Bloom. Oh, I do. So. She just wrote, I want to say, like within the last five years. Maybe within the last decade, she wrote an adult novel, not like adult, like, but but a novel for adults um, that I downloaded and never read. But I thought, what a smart thing to do um, to to tap into the audience that you had as children and bring them into adulthood um, as an author. I just thought that was kind of a smart move. Uh, Holly, who else do we have on the line? We have Jeff. Hello, Jeff. Jeff, what was the book that you like to read just for fun as a child? Well, the name of the book is White Falcon, and I discovered it 
my great aunt, my uh, grandfather's sister, had a library. She was a teacher in uh, Wisconsin. And I remember being fascinated by all the books, and I found one of this, one of her books, and I started reading it. And it takes place in Red Lake, northern Minnesota, with the border with North Dakota, and it goes up to Winnipeg when they used to the trade route with Hudson Bay Company and Northwest Territories and stuff. It was just fascinating to learn about the geography and about the history of that area. Mm. And I still have the book. It's a wonderful book. Mm. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Jeff. Did not know about that book. Um, we got a tweet from Tammy. She said, my favorite series was the Betsy, Tacey, and Tib uh, books from Maud Hart Loveless. She was from Mankato. The series is based on her life. Um, and she said, those were the ones that I would seek out in the school library. She said it made her want to be a librarian, but she's not. Um, I will say, though, about the Betsy, Tacey, and Tib books, Betsy and Tacey's, so they're based on Maud Hart Loveless's life as a child, and she adopted the name of one of them, and then her she was Betsy, and then her other friend was Tacy. Um, and the books are based on them growing up, and their houses are still there, and the Betsy Tacy Society keeps you know keeps them, so you can go visit. And I've gone to visit um, with my daughter because she also loves the Betsy Tacy books, and you can they call it Deep Valley in the books, but it is Mankato, and yeah. you can wander around that area and see the the homes and the actual locations that she's talking about in the books and sit on the bench. It's so, so cool. And I cannot recommend it enough. Um, Yeah. So that's just a fun way. And then also the Betsy, Tasty and Tib books um, were meant to grow with you. So, there are you know you read like the kid books but then you can keep reading all the way through adulthood and follow those girls and the books get more complicated Mm. as the girls get older that's awesome it's really cool um that was kind of a fun little trip down memory lane uh when we return on the colleen and bradley show bradley's going to take us on a trip down memory lane from a show that he watched last night and i actually got a chance to sample it too a little here's what we're watching live the thing about pam after this on my talk 1071